And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to picking a fight with the mainstream media and providing you the timely truth centered around your real estate, credit, finance, estate plans, tax plans. We're going to talk about immigration law today as well here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Over 80 show partners, uh, expert contributors, folks that we bring into the show to help you win in any marketplace. And we want to engage you to help you win. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Save our hotline number in your phone because at some point you're going to need it. 813-670-7372. You used to call me on my cell phone. 813-670-7372. Make sure you bookmark our website as well, consumerqb.com. A plethora of information available for you at our website, consumerqb.com. You can see links to all of our expert contributors. Uh, again, the finest folks in all of Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region that we've assembled, we've vetted, and we bring on the air to help you win every day. And uh, we are Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region's number one consumer advocate program. We don't care if you're climbing a corporate ladder, if you throw a ladder in your truck on the way to work. This show's for you. We're going to help you win. Intelligent Talk Radio. I've got some intelligent folks here in studio with me today. Ruth Watkins, local yes. mortgage lender, back in studio. Welcome back. Prompt, reliable, solution solution-based experts at your service. That's right. <laughs> TeamGoLoans.com. Right. Ruth Watkins, uh, her and her team, they do a great job on uh, real estate mortgage, helping you get qualified for that home, uh, You know, maybe even some vacant land. You know, We can talk about some of the different programs later. And, and today, specifically, we're going to talk about how uh, you interact and you work with the uh, the immigrants in the country mm -hmm. and, and the EB-5, the different types of visas that you need, yep. uh, because we have our legal contributor uh, in the house making his debut to the Consumer Quarterback Show is Dr. Martins Amudia. Welcome in, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. My pleasure. And Happy also, to be a published, here. also, he's a published author. Gave me a copy of his book today, uh, The Investor's Guide to U.S. Immigration Law. So uh, congratulations on that. Thanks. Yeah, my pleasure. So so today, uh, give us a little overview of what you're going to talk about today. Well, um, for the benefit of our audience here, it's important to give you background information about me. Yeah. Uh, I came from Africa. But prior to coming in from Africa, I was in Europe for seven years. In Europe, London, Finland, and Norway. I didn't. I got advanced degrees out there where I had a hybrid legal education. And from there, I had a scholarship to Tulane Law School in Louisiana. Nice. Where I was able to study an LLM in Admiralty and Maritime Law, which mm -hmm. is focusing on businesses. Uh, after the program, I did my bar, which gave me a license to practice law. And I've done this for over 24 years. I'm wow. very, very happy to be here. Yep. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome background. And uh, we're excited to talk about how immigration is affecting the business climate, uh, the real estate climate, and, and beyond. Overall, the, the, the economy in general, uh, such a main driver from immigrants. And uh, we have some more information on that coming up as well. We have a feel-good story of the week coming up for you. And as you know, I'm the owner of Platinum MVP Realty. I want to let you know about a couple of hot listings uh, that we have here uh, in Tampa Bay. This one's just listed. It's 12091 100 
145th Street in Largo. This is a great buying opportunity close to the beach. It's not in a flood zone, and it's a it's a beautiful property, uh, 12091, 145th Street in Largo. Now, this is a, a home that you can get into in a great neighborhood, and it's an opportunity to live close to the beach, uh, close proximity. Also, got uh, a commercial property back here in Tampa, 5331 Causeway Boulevard in Tampa, a commercial asset. This is a property that would be perfect and ideal for the home base business, the home base contractor. He works from home. He's got a contracting business. Uh, this is a, a, an area that you zone commercial M, and it's, it's very accessible to the Seminole Expressway and your uh, great property here in Tampa Bay. Want to let you know about an event that we have coming up as well. We've got a beautiful venue for this event. This is over at Fire Station Number Five, and it's a great event. Going to have Ken Shamrock, my business partner, the world's most dangerous man, back in town. Uh, Ken Shamrock, he's a Hall of Famer in the UFC Fighting World uh, Championship as well as the WWF. But now he's bringing it to business. He's talking about business, how you can grow, uh, ways to grow your business, secrets to his success, and we're going to have some story time with Ken Shamrock uh, over at that event on the twenty-first, June twenty. 21st, mark the date, save that in your calendar, go on to the Eventbrite page and buy your tickets. It's $15 early bird special, and uh, we are uh, including one drink and appetizers with that. So it's a great opportunity to support the youth of Tampa Bay, uh, benefiting the Ian Beckles Foundation, and we're helping children here in Tampa Bay with this event. So it's limited seating available. I think 150 people can fit in the room. So uh, first come, first serve there. All right, so let's give a shout-out to Brio Tuscan Grill as well. Brio is our restaurant partner. Now, they're offering a special to our listeners. All you have to do is walk into Brio Tuscan Grill at the International Plaza Mall. Let them know you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show, and they're going to hook you up with the free appetizer. And they've got some great food over there. They've got calamari, beef carpaccio, the uh, shrimp, spicy shrimp and eggplant is amazing. And they've got a very friendly staff over there at Brio Tuscan Grill. That's our official restaurant partner here of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, let's jump into it. Let's start off with Ruth Watkins, ladies first. So we're talking about mortgage loans. We're talking about ways that people can get pre-qualified for a home and uh, tips and tricks to kind of go against some of the myths out there. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, financing is, is pretty straightforward um, when you're in the industry. It's not straightforward when you're you know, thinking about buying a home loan. It's it's very complicated for uh, a normal person, even if they bought a home before in the past. Right. It's just the rules change. Everything is different. Um, you know, the documentation is a lot more detailed these days. Um, but there is a process and a flow to it that, um, you know, your dreams can be realized just basically on questions asked and proper qualifications given and then the window of um price ranges that you can look at right um all of that can be um literally given to you by dealing with an expert that that works in this business not necessarily just a salesperson that's going to start you off um it's just two two worlds two separate worlds you know you've got your like uh what do you call them? The uh, like an order phone. taker? Yeah, yeah, like a phone shop or yeah. something. And they're just getting you, they're dialing names and, yep. and what have you to get you. And, and those kind of processes in most cases are very complex to the borrower and a lot of challenges happen. So I always say that um, just ask around. Everybody that you know knows somebody who is an expert probably at doing mortgages, they have someone. So take a referral. 
Yeah. Take someone, you know, even talk to a couple people, you know, yep. see who you bond with. That's right. And, you know, then take it based on, you know, what you can find out about the person you're talking to. Yeah, so much of it too is, is I think, uh, predicated on, you know, who's the local lender, who's supporting the local mm -hmm. economy, uh, who, do, who do you mesh with? You know, mm -hmm. a lot of, like as you mentioned, a lot of these telemarketing firms, it, it basically turns into who can outlie the other. Yeah. You know, they're going to misquote rates. They're going to change it up at the last well, minute. Well, he said, well, you yeah. know, and it changes, it, yep. you know, so uh, it is important to have someone that can guide you through the whole process from the beginning to end. I just, you know, it yeah. is. Yeah, local team. You got a local team here. Uh, your mortgage loan officer team will, will help us out with yeah. open houses. And we're good at saving deals, too. So, you know, people who have problems, you know, uh, yeah. can definitely, if they need an expert, can reach out. And whether it, it means that they stay where they're at and we can give them the right answer to solve a problem, which I've done many times. Um, if I can help that borrower to come to fruition. Otherwise, you know, we'll make it right for him. So let me ask you this, since we have uh, Dr. Martins uh, in, in the studio here and we're talking about immigration yes. today, we're going to be talking heavy about immigration. It was such a, a driver in the election, you know, yep. with the Trump campaign. Uh, and I think, you know, for a long time, you know, in generally speaking, you know, a, a lot of Americans were feeling like, hey, you know, we have a flood of immigrants coming in, maybe illegally, maybe not. They're, they're maybe draining some of our uh, taxpayer dollars that would normally, you know, go to, you know, people that deserve it, you know, those types of scenarios. Uh, so there's a debate on each side. But mm -hmm. uh, what I want to try to do is just focus more on the facts and, and how it affects uh, right. specifically with you on the mortgage side. So if someone has to be an American citizen to get a loan with you is that right no okay they don't they so could be a yes you can be a um uh, a permanent resident alien right and then you can be a non-permanent resident alien in which you are here on a visa right so if you're here on a work visa for example i had a gentleman who was a scientist and he was specifically here to um complete a job that was needed in the lab right mm -hmm. now his work visa, I think it was like a three year, but the employer was going to renew and had every intention of renewing that visa. So with that documentation from the employer stating that they were renewing the visa, I didn't have to have an end date because what's important is that that person has been here for two years. Mm -hmm. They have established credit. They have, you know, everything that we look for in the normal borrower and they're going to be continuing to stay here, you know, at least for three years, you know, so they have every right to purchase a home just like everyone else. Nice. Okay. And so, so the permanent resident alien, mm -hmm. um, you have a scenario. So let's get into the visas then. So well, there's different types. Different types. Yeah. yeah. And I know he can probably list them off, but yeah. there's like a series, what H and all these different. So I can't really be held to, um, the number of the visa. What I do look at is, what are they here for? How long have they been here? Do they meet the credit and income requirements? And how long are they staying? So, yeah. you know, as long as their income is going to continue and their visa doesn't expire and their That's job right. is going to end, then, you know, we can move forward. Different types of visas. We'll talk about that when we come back and we're going to dive deeper in the specifics of how to qualify, how to qualify for a loan and what steps to take to, to become a natural citizen and, and those the misnomers out there in the media. Uh, we want to talk about that and we have our feel good story of the week as well uh, coming up. So stay with us here after this short, short break. We'll be right back. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Warwick Dunn and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. 
To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Realty. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.com. We're looking for real estate agents. Uh, we got a plethora of leads coming in. We just office uh, opened up new offices in South Tampa. We've got a West Shore office now that we're sharing uh, with Ian Beckles over at the Dignitary Brand Headquarters on West Shore and Gandy. We have a Henderson office, downtown Ashley Street, uh, Ashley Drive office as well. And uh, we're blowing up. we got a lot of things happening, man. Good stuff. So we need uh, additional realtors to be able to handle some of our leads. Uh, we're looking for office staff as well, interns that might want to be involved with our radio show. And uh, we're excited about the growth, and we would love to you know, engage with you in, in whatever you need. We want to help you with it. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to Mary Maids. Let Mary Maids take care of your winter cleaning. Uh, we know clean. Leave the details to us. We've got uh, the, they are the recipients of the Women's Choice Award. Uh, America's most recommended cleaning services is Mary Maids, and they do a great job cleaning our real estate properties. And they are satisfaction guaranteed as well. Welcome to your clean home, satisfaction guaranteed by Mary Maids. Relax, it's done. <laughs> All right, back here in studio helping you win. We got Ruth Watkins here in the house. She's a expert in the area of mortgage origination helping you uh, get into the homes get into uh, you know all types of properties uh, she's got some great loan programs here and can help you with that we've got dr martins amudia as well he's got a phd and a very smart guy here in studio so we want to leverage some of his knowledge and talk about this immigration scene it's, it's there's so much confusion um, you know, in the real estate space to buy real estate, to fund real estate mm -hmm. through mortgages. Uh, there's different types of visas. Uh, where do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a huge area. Yeah. Uh, however, I like that Ruth and his and her team, they're able to provide their loans to immigrants right. or non-immigrants. I say non-immigrants because some of those class that she was talking about are not immigrants, meaning that they don't have green cards or okay. citizenship. However, for the non-immigrant category, they must have work authorization probably to qualify for what route mm -hmm. does. That is the H category. The H categories are those who came in with specialized, <laughs> yes, with specialized <laughs> education and they are allowed to be here for three years at a time and they can extend for six years. And so extend as, six years, yes, so a total of nine? Absolutely. So long as they have an um, employer that is ready to give them a job. Nice. There are other non-immigrant visa, the O visa. These are aliens of exceptional ability. Those who have shown that they have better knowledge than most of their peers come from abroad to take on jobs, actually again for three years at a time, it will extend for six years. Wow. Those and a lot of immigrants are, are, you know, better at their jobs. They're more aggressive. They're more hungry. They are dedicated. They, they, they're grateful. You know, I mean, that's, that's what comes to mind when I hear the word immigrant. Yes. The, the problem we have is that for the society, when you hear of immigrants, it seems to be negative connotation, which is sad. Right. Those are mainly the illegal immigrants. Those yeah. who came in without the right way and approach. They cross the border without documentation. Most immigrants are actually legal immigrants. They come here because they have been identified by an employer or some schools find that they are very good or, or 
whatever they are doing, and then when they come in, they go through the process. I give an example of myself. When I came in from Europe, I had advanced degree, went to law school, finished. When I finished, I was working with the World Trade Center on internship. And from there, I was identified as somebody that has exceptional ability. And I got my green card within two weeks. Wow. That was then 1995. Now things are tough. And of course, I've made a lot of difference helping to connect businesses to the world. That is what America is known for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's uh, definitely, you know, changes in the past. We've talked about immigration law on the show. Uh, isn't isn't aren't the immigration courts one of the most backed up courts of all? Yes. Like, I mean, they're, they're scheduling cases for like 2019 right now, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the reason Nuts. why it, it's so tough is that there are so many non-legal immigrants crossing right. the border. Right. That's the problem. I definitely think that it's an area that should be looked into. When they come in, they clog the court system that people who are legal right. can't get through the system. So right. it becomes complex right. for them. Yeah, they and that's the lanes. challenge. Yep. That's the challenge, right? I mean, it's it's people that come in illegally, uh, and, and you know, and and we have, you know, we we, we feel for them, you know, because they're probably escaping a bad situation. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to maintain sovereignty with our nation and protect, you know, our taxpayers' dollars that are going in. The, the schools become over overburdened. Uh, uh, the the medical, I mean, there's so many aspects that become overburdened. So, uh, any of our listeners out there, if you're listening to this and you're you're thinking, hey, you know, I've got a friend that I want to try to help. Uh, uh, or, or maybe it's for yourself or a loved one. Uh, we would love for you to reach out to our hotline. We're going to get you in touch with uh, our, our attorney here that can help you with that. Uh, reach out to our hotline, 813-670-7372. You can give us a call or a text on our hotline if you have itch questions about immigration. 813-670-7372. Again, that number is 813-670-7372, or the last four are REQB, as you know, the real estate quarterback. So uh, we want to help you with that and, and get you plugged in. So, you know, again, kind of opening it back up, you know, immigration, there's there's so many areas to speak of. you got the different visa types. You want to jump into the visa types? Well, um, there are so many of those visas. Yeah. It depends on where you're coming from. The religious workers, mm -hmm. if you belong to any religious group, there's a special visa for that. They call it the Arrow Visa. If you're a performer, you like to bring people in from whatever part of the world to come and help you in your artistic work, performance, boxing, sports. Yeah. They have a special visa, the P visa. For those who have need for some other specialized skills, say, for example, you run a hospital and you need somebody who is the best for, say, plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. And you know one in Sweden, there are special visas. They call the EB1 visa you be one those are immigrant visas so it's just a lot of visas out there but i would like to really throw in there the need for employers and every american to watch out for the ongoing trend because of the changes in immigration climate today there are enforcements that are not you know they were not there but are now basic and daily routine in our businesses and that is the I-9s. Yes. That applies to everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're an American, own your business, doesn't matter whether you're a small business or large business. We've represented big organizations and as well as small organizations. The roofing company, the cleaning companies, mm -hmm. they are going there and knocking on their office doors and saying, hey, let me see the list of your staff. Yeah. And the I-9 process is actually to verify that whoever you are, 
employing there is legitimately authorized to work. Legitimately mm-hmm. authorized to work. Yes, and they're I-9s. legal. Yes. They're going to ask for the I-9s. Absolutely. Gonna... Yep. And the problem there is that you have a lot of kids that came here when they were four, grow to be 20, 30 years. They speak like Americans. And you say, hey, I hired this guy. Yeah. But this person might not have documentation. Right. Or they may be using fake IDs, fake right. social security number. And you think that, oh, they're Americans. No. Let me ask you a question on yes. that point. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you just joined us, I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. We're talking with Dr. Martins Amudia. Uh, he's a immigration attorney here in Tampa Bay, one of our, our partners on the show. Uh, so when when if a worker furnishes a fake ID or some kind of fake documentation, is that on the employer? Would they be at fault or would they be able to say, well, hey, I didn't know about that? Technically not. But if they're able to verify and confirm that you should have done better to know, it becomes a liability for you as the employer. Uh-huh. How do we know this? Two ways to verify. One is the I-9s. They present the cards to you, original social security card. They present, for example, their birth certificate to you. You put them in file and they sign. That has to be signed the first day that they start working. And okay. you as the employer must sign the I-9 within three days mm. that they start working. However, if they've come with some fake documents and you, you didn't know, like I said, perfect innocent, yes, you're covered. There are ways to avoid this. There's what they call the E-Verify. Okay. Other than just picking the paperwork and checking that the names are correct, you can go to the E-Verify because some guys out there that think they are smart, they're already producing social security cards, clean birth certificates, and using it to try to get jobs. Yeah. And how do you know this? But when you put it into the E-Verify system, which is managed by USCIS, it will come back as questionable. Right. And then you have to watch out for the next four days to verify it. And yeah. they come back and say, well, we are sorry. There's no social security number like this. Or yeah. the name doesn't match. Or date of birth doesn't match. Then you have to kick them out of the door. Yeah. So these are the tricks that we teach employers. We've had issues in the last three months. People calling back, front, everywhere. They need help. These are issues that yeah. employers should be looking at today. Because there are some hefty fines that are going to get thrown out, right? Big time. And These some of them will actually be jailed, jailed for up to five years. Wow. Yeah. So imprisonment. With our technology, yep. there's no way that they can't hold the employer yeah. accountable because it's too easy to verify. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I bet you have a situation where, you know, on some some of the situations, you know, maybe roofing companies, contractors, you know, they just need help. Uh, I want to talk about as well, because I'm from South Florida, a small town east of Fort Myers called LaBelle, very big in farming, orange groves, uh, tomatoes, vegetables, all types of agriculture. And so I want to talk about the effect. And we got an interesting story uh, where, you know, the effect of a lack of immigrants in the workforce are, are threatening the crops. They're threatening the orange groves. They're threatening some of the crops that may die on the vine because we're not able to find American workers that will take that type of a job or, or, you know, maybe the pay, whatever the situation might be. So I want to talk about that local impacts here in Tampa Bay and in Florida. And we have our feel good story of the week as well. Dogs missing for 10 days are found surrounded by lava. Interesting story coming out of our uh, state out in the Pacific there, Hawaii. So uh, stay with us here at Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rimes, and you're listening to The Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com.
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Platinum MVP Realty is our premier sponsor. Got a hot listing I want to let you know about at 9825 Wilski Boulevard in Tampa. This is a $1.5 million home just outside of West Chase. Beautiful property. It's got a large gate in the front, very private, and it's a unique and exquisite home, perfect for entertaining. And it's a very pro- beautiful property, waterfront. Got a large lake right there in the back. Beautiful property. Platinum MVP Realty is our premier sponsor. And our hotel partner is Kipton's, the Hotel Zamora on beautiful St. Pete Beach. And they have a beautiful hotel there. If you haven't checked it out, you've got to check it out. It's uh, the Hotel Zamora, St. Pete Beach. Now they offer 20% discount to our listeners. All you have to do is call up the Hotel Zamora, let them know you're a fan of the Real Estate Quarterback Show and that the Real Estate Quarterback sent you, and you're going to get hooked up with 20% discount off your stay, and you're also going to get a bottle of wine and a charcuterie platter in your room. So they're going to take care of you, VIP treatment at the Hotel Zamora. Now, you got to go up to that 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 uh, 360 rooftop lounge and take in those beautiful, beautiful views of Gulf of Mexico. you got the Intercoastal Waterway, and you look south, you're looking at the famed Don Cesar Hotel in beautiful Tampa Bay. So we got some good stuff going on today on our show, talking about immigration law, talking about mortgage financing with immigrations, real estate impacts of immigration. The farming impact is what we're going to dive into next here. Uh, talk about how that that immigration side is affecting the business cycle for some of these uh Folks in, involved with uh, agriculture, orange groves, uh, we talk about tomato farms, vegetable farms, um, all types of impacts that are going to come from that. And, and here's an interesting story I was kind of reading into. We got Ruth Watkins in studio. Uh, she's with uh, TeamGoLoans.com, local mortgage expert. Dr. Martin Zamudia as well. Uh, he's an immigration attorney here in Tampa Bay and our legal contributor on the show. He's also a published author. Uh, he's got a book that he just put out, um, The Investor's Guide to U.S. Immigration Law. Uh, thank you for the copy, by the way. Yeah. And so Florida has, here's an interesting, it says Florida has long been home to a large number of immigrants, many of whom hail from the Caribbean. One in five states, uh, one of five residents in the state is an immigrant, together making up more than a fourth of the Florida's labor force. As workers, businesses, owners, taxpayers, and neighbors, immigrants are all an integral part of Florida's diverse and thriving communities and makes extensive contributions that benefit all. So it's so it's an interesting you know play here when we look at this. I think back to my grandparents parents on uh, my real dad's side, uh, you know, first generation from Portugal, you know, long time ago. Uh, and then, you know, just the the work ethic that I saw in my parents from that. And then also, you know, so so everyone's one step away from being an immigrant, pretty yeah, much. We're all yeah. Immigrants. Yeah. yeah. So when you think about that, so I want to I want to dive deeper into that, what we were just talking about, you know, what do you see happening in that effect of the farming industry, the agriculture, you know, especially again, as I mentioned, I'm from South Florida. Well, before the um new administration of President Trump, we already had issues with that. Mm-hmm. But with the recent policies and enforcement, it's only going to get more complex and difficult. Mm-hmm. Reason is that the non-immigrant workers, the illegals, filled some of these positions in the past. Right. With the closing of the southern border, it means you're going to have less. Yeah. However, Congress had made rules in the past for special category of visas. Mm-hmm. They call them seasonal workers. 
seasonal workers. Yes, to come to the plantation to help with the farms. These are the H2 categories. H2. Yes. The challenge we have is that there are limited numbers. Mm. Even when the southern borders were not closed, with the limited numbers, we didn't have enough staff to support or workers to support the farms. So the illegals fill the gaps. Yep. Now with closing of the border and with the shortage of numbers for visas, we probably wouldn't be able to meet that uh, requirement. Honestly, immigration practitioners are fighting very hard to get this done and done right, meaning that there should be a reform to allow for this kind of workers to come in legally. We need them. Yes, because if they come in, I mean, that's why you have a lot of Caribbeans, for example, feeling yeah. under the, the same H2 category, yeah. they come to work in the hotels for one year at a time. The agricultural workers came in seasonally, some for three months, four months, and they went back to Mexico, wherever they came from. Yeah. Now with these challenges, it's going to be worse. Yeah. It's really, really going to be worse. And it's eventually going to affect the consumers. Yeah. It's going to cost the price. Of yeah, absolutely. Up. Yeah, we saw that's that. It, we see that in, you know, with the tariffs uh, in <coughs> aluminum, we're seeing some of that. Yes. Uh, I want to ask you, what what kind of effect did, did you see with the the hurricane that affected Puerto Rico? Did you see an influx of, of different people? I know Puerto Rico's, you know, it's a it's a different scenario. Absolutely. But but did you did you see some effect still of, of, of an influx from that? Yes. I mean, the, the difference between Puerto Rico and Mexico is that Puerto Ricans are Americans. Right. Mm -hmm. So that means they don't need visa. However, the influx of this group of people have not abated the challenges. <coughs> the reason is that most of them didn't come with limited skills that you mm -hmm. need for the farm workers. Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico is not known for agriculture. Right. Talking of the seasonal workers, same problem. Mm. Most of them came in. I have a lot of Puerto Rican lawyers writing to my firm to be hired. You know, some mm. skilled workers want to be hired. I think that it affects the higher tier middle class or mid-level employment and not the low tier that we're talking of for the agricultural uh, workers. So a different level that was affected. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and, and if you just joined us, I'm your host, Brandon Rhines. We're talking with Dr. Martins Amudia, uh, PhD. He's a uh, local uh, immigration uh, attorney here in Tampa Bay. Now, I want to bring uh, Ruth back in as well. So, so how does this translate into loans? How, how does this translate into real estate? How does a lot of this do you see from the, the different types of visas? You know, how is that going to translate into, you know, buying what a lot of people refer to as the American dream? Yeah, again, it's all going to be about stability. It doesn't matter whether you're a U.S. citizen or not. We're still going to look at the stability. And so if you're here on the proper visa, on a work visa, and you're going to continue that job, as long as you've been here and established yourself for the last two years, even with the U.S. citizen, I'm going to be looking at the last two years of how you conducted yourself, credit, income, and, you know, savings. Right. So it's, you know, very, the same qualifications. Everybody has the same right to own a home. They have to meet the same qualifications. Right. So with a visa, again, if they have been on the job and their visa is due to expire in a year, we have to validate that they're going to be renewed and an employer would do that. Yeah. So that's the key point. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the, my experience in the real estate for some of my clients mm -hmm. who actually didn't come in here as workers is that they come in buy property and most of them are commercial properties and they have invested some money and paid up some different of different guides yes yeah. different guidelines my my situation i'm not aware of how you know you can help root for example in that mm -hmm. situation where they probably have invested four hundred thousand in properties that they want to buy yeah. a larger property if, do you use some of those homes as collateral and be able to finance such property for them that would be interesting for my clients to know yeah well if you don't have the proper documentation mm -hmm. to qualify under the scenario then it would most likely fall under a what's called a foreign national mm -hmm. a foreign national product and then you're looking at uh income sources and things from other countries assets from other countries mm -hmm. um they have to be obviously converted to us dollars different um loan to values so maybe 30% down versus a 5% down payment, mm -hmm. but it's a unique program according to your status, you know? Yeah. And I think the, that area is changing all the time too. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a non-conforming type of a loan yep. or, or a, a non-prime scenario where, uh, you know, th there's going to be a niche, you know, if there's money to be made, yeah. that's what you find with bankers, <laughs> uh -huh. right? Yes. If there's money to be made, they're going to fill that niche. They're going to find out. I remember uh, back in the past, it was like Banco Popular. Mm -hmm. You know, that one was a pretty big one. I don't yeah. even know, you know, what the scenario is now, but, but there's certain niche lenders that will hit those different criteria and those, those needs in the, in the market. So that so it's interesting. Uh, so so yeah, let's uh, let's do a little guessing game here, okay? So we so every now and then we do top tens, and we like to mix it up, have a little fun. Uh, but today's interesting. We've have you know the the we're going to talk about what are the top ten largest ethnic groups in the United States, and uh, you know it might be different from what you think here because of the way they categorized certain uh, yeah. people. But um, but yeah, go ahead. Let's. Okay, so off. I'm geographically challenged, and now I'm going to be ethnically challenged. Okay. <laughs> all right. So am I supposed to take like a guess from like the United States? Yeah, give us what's the number one uh, ethnic group in the United States? If you had to guess, what the largest by population uh, in, in in the United States? Okay, so I know I could probably be far off by this, but I've been told that it would be like Muslim um let's see that's a religious group but i yeah, mean that's a, yeah it, it's going to be more like what country where they come from what okay, area that's okay so that's why I, I say i'm geographically challenged so, so you're saying india is that what you're saying yeah and uh well um uh i can't even explain myself i just know that i was um referring to the number of people that were moving in of that um religion and it could be all over the world um sure. so Let's say pass. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, we're not talking you. of the population. Now we're talking of the ethnic group. Eth yeah, yeah, the largest. Ethnic group. Yeah, largest from Europe. Would that be Germany? Yes, it is. Yeah, number one. Yeah, See, German Americans. Now he travels. That's not fair. He, he knows. I yeah. just live right here. <laughs> it's in his. It's, that's right up in his alley. And and the reason why it's going to say this too is it's saying um, German Americans are the the are America's largest single ethnic group. If you divide Hispanics into Mexican Americans, Cuban Americans, etc., uh, so that's that's the difference there because okay. where that where most immigrants come from is Latin America. Or Asia, it's saying compared. Uh, yeah, see, I 80%. could have thought of that, but I completely drew a blank. Yeah. 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 And then so number one on the list is, is China. Adults looking to move to the U.S. And, 19 uh, million adults. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Large population. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, Nigeria, number two. India, number three. Brazil, Bangladesh, Mexico, Philippines, and, and, and others right on down the line. But yeah. Yeah. So I could have easily said China. Easily. <laughs> you almost had I it. Just I just went a blank. Yeah. That's all right. It happens. It happens. Um, all right. So when we come back, we have our feel good story of the week. We have dogs missing for 10 days that are found by surrounded and uh, surrounded by lava in Hawaii. Interesting story. Stay with us here. Consumer quarterback show, consumerqb.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at consumerqb.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. We're back here, Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show and Platinum MVP Realty. Real excited about a lot of the events coming up. We got a June 21st event coming up with Ken Shamrock going to be back in town over at Fire Station Number Five, and that's the 21st. Save that date. Check out the Eventbrite and Facebook page, and uh, we'd love to, you know, have you there. Check it out. Sell some tickets. Benefit the Ian Beckles Foundation. Help the children uh, of Tampa Bay. Uh, so cool event coming up. And as the owner of Platinum MVP Realty, I want to let you know about a hot listing I've got in South Tampa, 3911 West Euclid Avenue. This is a four-bedroom, three-bath, uh, two-half-bath property, beautifully upgraded, uh, over 5,400 square feet, $840,000 in the Plant High School District. It's got a nice uh, backyard, little small backyard there, and a great place in, in beautiful South Tampa, uh, a great place to be investing in real estate, buying real estate, and we would love to help you with that. we got a great team over at Platinum MVP Realty. We can help you with buying, selling, investing, and everything in between. We've got 80 show partners, CPAs, financial advisors, several different types of attorneys that are all associated with this show, and our goal is to help you, you know, we want to be that super connector, right? So we want to help you connect uh, with the best professionals in all of Tampa Bay, people that can help you avoid a lot of, you know, the commission breath that's so prevalent out there. Uh, help give you advice that's going to help you save money, uh, save time, and uh, an embarrassment in some cases, you know. So so Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Our, a, a lot of our information is available on our website, ConsumerQB.com. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors. These are the folks that we want to pair you up with to help you live a better life. And we're back here in studio and we have Ruth Watkins in the house, Team Go Loans, a local mortgage lender here, support your local economy. And we have Dr. Martins Amudia, a PhD, immigration lawyer as well here, and a new contributor on the quarterback show. So we, we talked about you know where the immigrants typically are coming from, the backup in the courts. Uh, there's there's you know some interesting stats here as well. Uh, it says. Um, you know, one in one in five Florida residents is an immigrant, while nearly one in eight is a native-born U.S. citizen with at least one immigrant parent. You know, so we we talked about that earlier. As we're we're always one removed. Uh, over half of all immigrants in Florida are naturalized U.S. citizens. Uh, immigrants in Florida are distributed across the educational spectrum. Uh, there's there's a lot of interesting stats when it comes to you know the immigration workers. Now here we're breaking it down industry by industry. So healthcare and uh, social assistance, there's 368,000 uh, plus uh, immigrant workers. Retail trade, there's 314,000 immigrant workers. Accommodation and food services, 290,000. Construction, 247. 
administrative support, waste management, and remediation, 194,000. That's according to the Census Bureau in 2015. Um, so, you know, I would have thought construction might be a little bit higher. And I don't see farm workers in there as well, unless that's food services, accommodation and food services, maybe. Well, uh, probably the reason why you have the numbers here is because they call number of immigrant workers. Mm -hmm. Immigrant means that they probably have green card to be okay. calculated in this group. Most of those that will be farm worker will be non-immigrant workers. Okay. That's going to be your, uh, you had the mentioned H2 the H2 category, yes. seasonal so worker. You would consider someone who has a green card. As immigrant. Hmm. They're an immigrant. Even though they're a U.S. citizen. No. Very good. Very good issue to clarify. Good. A green card holder is somebody who is an immigrant, but not yet a U.S. citizen. Okay. Once you become an immigrant, meaning that you get that, that through marriage, through employment, and through some other means like political asylum, the number of years you have to keep your green card, which is permanent resident before you become a U.S. citizen, depends on the category that you got it. If you got it through marriage, you have to be holding that green card for three years before you can apply for U.S. citizen. If you got it through job, you have to hold that green card for five years. Same thing with asylum applicants. Mm. So after the period, you actually apply to be a U.S. citizen. Right. And what we are experiencing these days is that applying for U.S. citizenship is not automatic. You have to take tests, courses, in civics. Right. You, have yep. to, you have to show that you have no criminal background. Yep. But then in the past, they were lenient, just adjudicating the citizenship application. Now, the immigration is going back to what you applied with, how you got your green card. Mm. And if they find out, my office is inundated with cases of people who try to become a U.S. citizen and USCIS in turn takes their green card away from them. Wow. Saying that either they scary give fraud information or lied in the process of getting their green card. Wow. Take, yes. So we have a lot of those cases. So they're, they're saying up. on their initial application, they're saying one thing and then three years later, you know, maybe they forgot what they said or they're just trying to change it up to look better. Let me give you a very clear example of a client. Yeah. I won't mention name because of confidentiality. A client came into the country as a child or married child of a U.S. citizen. Okay. The U.S. citizen brings the unmarried child, but before the child left her country, she got married. Mm. Okay. She went to the U.S. Embassy, got the green card package, and then two days before she left, she got married to the boyfriend because the boyfriend said, well, you're going to forget me when you get to the U.S. So I want to be married to you. So he got married. And then when the girl come into, came into the U.S., turning the package, the green card actually got issued when you come in. So that means that because she got married before she came into the U.S., she's no longer legally She's emancipated. In charge of that green card. Right. Wow. So that the basis for the green card is no longer there. So when she went to become a U.S. citizen, check, oh, you were married before you came to the U.S. And your, your green card was based on the fact that you were single. Right. Therefore, you were never legally, you know, in the status of permanent resident in wow. the first place. And they took the green card. Wow. The case is in court right now. That's tough, man. Yeah. What a tough scenario. I bet you there's a lot of different a lot scenarios, of different scenarios yeah. that, that it plays out. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our feel-good story of the, of the day. We want to tell you something good here. Tell me something good. 
All right, so we got dogs missing for 10 days. 10 days are found surrounded by lava. Two dogs who were missing for 10 days in Puna, Hawaii, were found on Sunday morning surrounded by lava. Uh, Bruins and little dude ran off in their own uh, from their owner, Carol Hosley, as they were evacuating their apartment due to volcano eruptions. Uh, the rescue folks found them in a shelter, which the pups were adopted six months ago. Uh, in Hosley's search for the dogs. We've been looking for him for 10 days, and we just kept going back, going back, uh, said Dylan Kyles. And Kyles, accompanied by two friends, finally found the dogs on Sunday. They were stuck behind a fence, and they couldn't get out because the lava had surrounded them. Uh, it was crazy, he said. Kyles and her friends crawled through the fence and, and got the dogs, who were both covered with red ant bites. Uh, Holly said she was thrilled to death. Be, her beloved pups were rescued. I couldn't be happier. And all the other stuff uh, is stuff I got the dogs back. So cool story. Yeah, I always like them find their way home. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, the positivity <laughs> injection for you here. Sorry, yeah. let's jump into our lightning round. The lightning round! I am so good at lightning rounds! I majored in lightning rounds. All right, real quick, we got about a minute left. So top tips, nuggets of advice, Ruth Watkins. Okay, so top tips and nuggets are um, if you look, if you're looking to be in the career of mortgage loans. I'm looking for some awesome people to handle those leads that we have. She's hiring. So yes. Reach out. Reach out. Ruth Watkins <clears throat> hiring. She's looking to bring out more Go loan to officers. Team Go Loans, call me up. You can find me on, you know, pretty much anywhere. Just put my name in. You'll find me online. And we are definitely looking for people to, you know, take to the next level uh, and handle the types of, of uh, consumers in our yeah. area that need desperate home loans. Awesome. Yep. Maybe even skip a level. You know? Yeah, but, you that's know, right. That they next take level, you just right. skip Boom. that level. Skip there you it. go. Yeah. All right, Show we got about how. 30 seconds left. Dr. Uh, Martins Amudia. Yeah, talk to you, Nugget. My advice to employers today is to watch out, talk to an attorney that knows immigration law to go through your employment process to make sure you have the documentations because the cost of not doing it right is going to be very, very heavy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where can, can they check out your book online somewhere? Yes. Where and do you it, have it? It's on um, Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Yep. Check out his book. He's got a really easy to read book here. Thanks for my copy. I'm going to read that uh, definitely because that's there's a lot of knowledge to be gained uh, from that. So uh, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Uh, something as simple as packing up some food, clothing, carrying it with you to and from your commute. Hand it to that person that you see in need. Be a force for good in the community. And, and, and you can also just drive into a... Uh, a retirement home you know go in there and talk to these folks uh, consumer quarterback show we'll see you next time you've been listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play contact brandon rhymes at 813-670-7372 that's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz. Are you a real estate agent looking to take your business to the next level and supercharge your marketing? Hi, I'm Brandon Rimes, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and host of the Real Estate Quarterback Show syndicated radio and TV show talk program on iHeartRadio, 1025 The Bone, daily five o'clock drive time on 1380 The Biz, and our TV show is on WeBeam TV. 
We're looking for real estate agents that want to join our team and supercharge their marketing, utilizing some of our innovative strategies. We utilize the Real Geeks platform, Facebook marketing, internet marketing, and a lot of the traditional methods as well. Postcard mailers mailed for you, postage, signage, business cards, all paid for by the company. Aggressive real estate splits and ways to help you win in any marketplace. We need you to go out, take applications, and work our plethora of leads that we're generating on a daily basis. Reach out by clicking the Better form below, to make and we'd love to have a confidential interview with you. What constitutes a genuine work of the Spirit? Remember this. The New Testament encourages us as Christians to have a healthy skepticism about things spiritual or about those who claim to be doing the